Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include an interview with Rob Chrisman, who many of you still confuse me with, and what the producer price index told us about inflation yesterday. Today's podcast is brought to you by Simple Nexus, an Encino company, an award-winning developer, and mobile-first technology for the modern mortgage lender. Nexus Closing offers borrowers the convenience of a single sign-on closing experience, while streamlining processes and reducing loan production costs for mortgage lenders. To learn more, visit simplenexus.com. MBS prices and financial markets in general were driven yesterday by the release of the Producer Price Index report for March, which showed inflation at the wholesale level rose 11.2% year-over-year. Unlike the March Consumer Price Index, the Producer Price Index report was hotter than expected at the headline and core levels. Over half of the increase was driven by rising energy costs. It's yet another reminder that the Fed needs to get aggressive with its policy to get inflation in check. The surprise of the day yesterday came from the Fed's new two-week MBS purchase schedule covering the April 14th to 28th period, which dropped 30-year 3% and 15-year 2% from the schedule and added some 4.5% to 30-year operations later in the schedule. That comes as Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey showed the average 30-year rate rising to 4.72% last week, with expectations for it to rise further towards 5%. Keep in mind that MBS coupons are lower than mortgage rates due to the guarantee fee and servicing strip. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome back onto the show Rob Chrisman, who first began his career in mortgage banking primarily capital markets, 36 years ago in 1985, with First California Mortgage assisting in secondary marketing until 1988 when he joined Tuttle & Co., a leading mortgage pipeline risk management firm. He then ran secondary for a couple mortgage companies, including Standard Financial, On-Call Mortgage, CMG Mortgage, and RPM, before leaving to start the Christmas commentary. I wanted to ask him how people are supposed to tell the difference between him and me, since half the people I interview on this show call me Rob. How do I make people know I'm not you? Because you're, you're your own individual. You're the one doing the podcast. I'm not doing the podcast. That's, that is your product. You're doing the podcast right now. I'm doing an interview. Talk to me about why do we see treasuries rally in the wake of the latest inflation report? There was talk of peak inflation, but if the next inflation reading is the same or higher in a month, are we going to see another massive sell-off? On Tuesday, when the consumer price index came out, the general consensus in the market was that inflation may have reached its peak, and few, if anyone, are predicting any stronger inflation than we've seen. So the feeling is that perhaps the worst is over. But on top of that, anytime the market sees any uncertainty removed, good or bad, it tends to react in an encouraging way. So so two things happened on Tuesday with the result of the consumer price index. One, maybe that's the worst of it. Two, the uncertainty has been removed. The producer price index, which was released yesterday, echoed that, although inflation is still a huge concern out there. 
and we deal with it every day, whether it's going to a restaurant or hotel or renting a car or traveling, buying a gallon of gas. And unfortunately, the tax that is paid tends to fall more heavily on lower income people who can less afford it, especially those who are having to commute long distances to do a a low paying job and paying for gasoline, it really eats into their wages and their take-home income. So it's a big problem out there. And the faster the Fed reacts, the better. Another big problem for consumers or potential home buyers are mortgage rates, which have shot up recently. At what point does that start to impact home prices? It'll be a while. The Rates have certainly crept up or shot up, actually, and that's been a big surprise to everybody. I think the the fact that interest rates and mortgage rates have gone up hasn't surprised anybody. What has surprised people is the speed at which they have moved. And I am already hearing anecdotal comments about bidding wars not being as strong as they were before. But remember that a fair portion of the purchases that are going on out there are all cash buyers. And so they don't care what interest rates do. And on top of that, you have institutional buying of residences and they don't care either what interest rates are doing. So the ones that do care obviously are the ones that are borrowing money. And yeah, it's having a negative impact and it's already being felt in that sector. So if you were going to give advice to someone that was considering locking their rate or starting the home buying process, you say, wait, you say, go, what do you say? I would say go. If they can, if they can afford the monthly payment, if they can afford the home and they want to be a homeowner, go ahead and do it. It's not as if prices are going to plummet because interest rates have moved higher. If anything, home price appreciation will continue, but not at such a pace as we've seen over the last few years, which has been unsustainable. It's been unprecedented, as they say. So we can see a lessening of the rate of appreciation, but I believe the demographics suggest that we're still in a upwardly moving home price market. You're in New York City. I don't know if that's because you like hanging out in the Brooklyn subway stations or there's actual mortgage business to do there, but what's the chatter you're hearing from people around the industry right now? The chatter is that interest rates are obviously dampening business. The MBA's application index continues to drop week after week after week. And so what companies are trying to do rather than lay people off is to make their current workforce more efficient, try to lower costs because the cost to originate continues to increase. And so lenders are are stuck. They don't want to necessarily lay people off that they brought on board and trained and are up to speed on that company's policies and procedures and have adopted that company's culture. But what they're trying to do, obviously, is not replace anyone who leaves and also make those that are working for the company more efficient. On top of that, I see continued efforts to recruit originators and account executives who can contribute to the bottom line. So 
bidding war is still going on for mortgage loan officers out there. And that's expected to continue for quite some time. We know we're in a cyclical business. Do you think that lessons have been learned over the last couple of years or even in the last month or two? Or do you think companies kind of do what they've always done? Or do you think that, or do you think companies are actually taking the time to become more efficient the way they scale up and down? I do think companies are trying to become more efficient. The rewards will go to those companies who are efficient and who can originate loans at the lowest cost, not the ones that are inefficient or are high cost origination companies. Do you expect to see a round of mergers and acquisitions or companies shuttering as a result of the recent rate movement we've seen? I do expect the M&A news to pick up dramatically. The owners of a lot of lenders are reaching an age where they don't necessarily want to go through another business cycle again. They've had a good couple of years. How much of the last two years of earnings do they want to eat into by continuing to originate loans in this environment? And so I'm hearing a lot of interest in mergers and acquisitions and companies, individuals wanting out, especially if those owners do not have a clear secession plan in terms of passing the ownership baton to somebody. If they don't have that, then they are looking for potential acquisition partners to be able to take them out. You know, they'd stay on for some period of time, but they kind of want to take some chips off the table at this point. So that M&A activity is definitely going to heat up as we move through 2022. You seem like you've been on the road a fair bit lately. What conferences or mortgage-related events are coming up for you? I go to a Stratmore MBA peer group meeting in Atlanta early next week, and then the Great River Conference in Memphis in the latter half of the week. And then I'm off for a while. I'll definitely attend the National Secondary in Manhattan in May. Have fun and good luck. Thank you. Today's economic calendar kicked off with the latest monetary policy decision from the ECB, no change in rates, followed by ECB head Lagarde's press conference. The busy U.S. calendar is also underway with March retail sales, up 0.5% as expected, import prices, which were up 2.6%, and jobless claims, which were up 18,000 to 185,000, with continuing claims in at 1.475 million. Later today brings February business inventories, preliminary April Michigan sentiment, remarks from Cleveland Fed President Mester and Philadelphia Fed President Harker, and more bank earnings from Wall Street following yesterday's J.P. Morgan disappointment. The futures settlement close has moved up to 1 p.m. Eastern, with SIFMA recommending a 2 p.m. Eastern close for cash. Despite that early close, the desk will conduct two operations, which target up to $2.1 billion of 30 or 3.5% and 4%. We begin the last trading day of the week for bond and equity markets, with agency MBS prices roughly unchanged from yesterday and the 10-year yielding 2.69 after closing yesterday at 2.69%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. 
What's the difference between death and taxes? Death doesn't get worse every time Congress meets. <laughs> Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Simple Nexus, the homeownership platform that unites people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process into one seamless end-to-end solution that spans engagement, origination, closing, and business intelligence. To learn more about Simple Nexus and Encino Company, visit simplenexus.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.